0: On today's podcast, I want to speak to you about real Christian masculinity. Greetings. Thank you for tuning in to listen to Equipping the Bride podcast. I'm Brother Jason DeMars from Beaufort, South Carolina, a minister at Bethel Tabernacle. New episodes of this podcast are posted every Friday. You can watch this podcast on YouTube and listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. If you have any questions, testimonies, or prayer requests, please let me know at jasondemars.com. I also have free books and tracks available at my website, and shipping is free as well. May the Lord richly bless you. God bless you, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast once again. uh, Just want to take some time to speak a little bit about um, real, genuine Christian masculinity. Um, In this hour, my goodness, we're facing a place where uh, the effeminate spirit is trying to creep in everywhere and into the homes of Christians, I mean, everywhere. It wants men to be less than men. It wants men to be weak, to take a back seat to women, and the list goes on. And especially in Western culture, this is a fact, and it's for the destruction of homes, destruction of families destruction of marriages, destruction of uh, the lives of young people. When real manhood and masculinity is attacked, all of civilization is in the process of getting destroyed. So before we do that, I want to take a few minutes. There's been some comments on uh, some YouTube videos that I've had. I'd like to take just a little bit of time and answer some of those um, as well as to thank our sponsors, those who stand with us and support the podcast on a monthly basis. You can do that at our Buzzsprout link uh, for three, five or $10 a month. We appreciate that. Um appreciate the people that write in and uh, put in uh, comments there um, I received um, positive comment from the a number of positive comments, but uh, one specifically came in to me um yesterday uh, a couple days ago, and it was about podcast thirty nine raising sons and daughters said thank you for your courage, brother to expose. Scriptural truth in this age that has perverted the sanctity of gender roles and distinction. God bless you. Thank you so much, Dace, for your kind words. Um, several other people have spoke this. A uh, few different things. Um, someone asked. Jesus the way, truth and life, Seven is the name of their YouTube handle in the mystery of the Godhead. Father Son conference, podcast twenty one said very good podcast. Proverbs eight sums it all up. Uh, do you also keep the seventh day Sabbath? Blessed Sabbath, and keep up the good work. Thank you. Um, i I don't keep the seventh day, Sabbath, but we certainly worship. On the eighth day, just like the early church did, and just like the Apostle Paul and the believers did, who gathered together on the first day of the week, and I have a uh, video on that why we worship on the Sabbath, but it's script or on the on Sunday, I should say why we worship on Sunday. Um, it's scriptural. It's historical. It's it's the truth. All right. So, uh, as usual, lots of different comments on the why the Trinity of three persons is false. It really isn't the purview of that video to necessarily establish another doctrine of the Godhead, but I get lots of commentary of people thinking that I am oneness, and I don't believe in the oneness doctrine. I don't believe in the Jesus-only doctrine of the United Pentecostal Church. I, I believe the teaching that Brother Branham brought to us regarding the Godhead. And I have that in lots of different playlists and lots of different videos uh, on on my YouTube. So, thank you for the comments. Just want to remind anyone who might be listening on Apple Podcasts, please just take a minute to. Um, Give me a star rate and put in a review on that. Certainly appreciate you doing that. All right, so let's get into our subject here on the podcast. Just uh, introduce myself. I'm Jason DeMars, if you haven't listened before, uh, apostle and teacher. Apostle means missionary, as Brother Branham says. Please reach out to me if you have any questions or feedback at jasondemars.com. You can email me at Jason. At jasondemars.com. All right. So, to our subject Christian masculinity, genuine Christian masculinity. It's time for the Christian man to throw off modern culture and the feminization of everything and become real men again, real leaders, real men of honor, strength, virtue truth speakers, courageous, willing to die for the truth, protect their wives, to protect their families. Once motherhood gets out of its place, the very next thing to go is manhood's descent into sissified conditions. Let's look at sermon. He cares, do you care? Brother Branham says this. Now, what has science brought to us? Now, you may be shocked for just a moment. Science has brought to us sickness, death, diseases. Now, you've only been taught one side of the picture, but there's two sides to it. You say, science has invented this, that, and the other. Well, we're going to grant you that privilege. But let's look at the other side. Science has brought us sickness. Science has brought us diseases, death. Look, scientific hybriding has brought death to the generation of foods and things. It's got people so soft and so until the man and women are made up out of a bunch of muck and there's no structure in it. It's become a bunch of soft jellyfish. They can't live without an air conditioner. They perish. They can't play a baseball game. One of them gets tapped somewhere, it kills them in the boxing rings and what more. And it's so soft till men and women, well, it's perverting them. And they're injecting this hybrid into cattle, which has come back into mankind now, according to science themselves, and it's making perversions out of them. Because when a cow is hybrid, or any food is hybrid, that food makes blood cells, and blood cell is your life. See what it's done? And then into meat, they inject these here injections into the meat, and now it's proved that these injections take effect upon the human race, scientifically. So, we spoke about this in another podcast, but you look at the proliferation of phytoestrogens in the food system, processed food. Every food that you'll find has soy protein isolate, has, uh, you know, the margarine itself. You know, people use margarine thinking they're being healthy and they're actually making themselves Sicker, it's vegetable oil. Vegetable oil is soy oil. It is, you, there's plenty of documentation showing that the minute that vegetable oil, seed oils, was introduced into the food supply, heart disease goes from a normal climb to an immediate spike. excuse me, sorry, but this is the case that we find. Phytoestrogens are female hormones, and these hormones impact the male to what do what, feminize him. It makes a woman sick, gives her breast cancer, uh, all these different things, but for a man, it feminizes him. If you eat too much soy, you can even begin to grow breasts. And if it's introduced To young people, which it's most uh, baby formulas are soy protein-based. You introduce it to uh, especially young boys. It has the effect of even blocking and slowing down. Puberty, it's a perverted thing. It's a perverted food society, and it's what's making men into jellyfish, as Brother Branham said, or effeminates. It's a curse. We should do everything we can to avoid that. It's in water bottles. It's in the BPA in water bottles. It's everywhere. It's in the lining of um, nonstick cook items. We can go on and on and on. Do your research. It's not difficult to find or learn about it. Now we have this phenomenon that they call, instead of having alpha males that are leaders, that are strong, that are a little bit dangerous, It's good to be a little bit dangerous, that you know how to use it, and you know where to use it, Uh, because if, if a man is not dangerous, how can he protect his family? How can he defend his family? How can he stand for the truth? If you're a bunch of sissified people, always taking the background, always not wanting to confront anything, the devil can just push you around, and that's what we have today is the exalting of the beta male. This is an article this is an article and a statement from Medium Medium the Hollywood Reporter says the triumph of the beta male. So I want you to see in this medium.com modern masculinity masculinity in crisis the rise of the beta male. So look what it says by discouraging masculinity During attempts to tame wild young boys and men, society has bred a generation of timid beta males, immature, selfish, childish, weak, narcissistic, and vengeful boy men possessing a man's physique while simultaneously acting out an immature boy's psychology, a generation of Peter Pans who refuse to grow up and take their positions as men of interpersonal and societal impact. God designed men to be men. He gave them a masculine spirit. There should be a wildness to boys, and the purpose of the wildness in the boys is so that they would learn to be aggressive. They would learn to be defenders. They would learn to defend their homes, to defend society, to defend women that are in their life, their mother, their sisters their wife, their daughters. And when you take that away, what you do is you sissify them, you emasculate them, you turn them into effeminates. And that's why you see the proliferation of effeminate men, uh, uh, homosexual men, men that want to dress up and be like women. Why? Because you've taken away the guts of manhood. And it's a shame. It's horrible. This is what our society done. This is the result of feminism and feminism being allowed to conquer the patriarchy. Well, praise God, we don't have to live according to what they say. We don't have to live the way that they demand. We can live in our homes and in our churches and in our local societies. We can live according to the Bible, even though the laws are. The world are against us. We owe our allegiance not to some constitution, some perverted law. We owe our allegiance to the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Word of God is our absolute, not the American Constitution, not the laws of Beaufort or South Carolina. God's Word is our absolute. We go by that. We follow that regardless of what society demands, What. People around us demand what the media demands, what the the uh, global cabal of perverted billionaires demands, and so that wildness that a that a boy has, that a young man has, we learn to temper that and control that. We don't look, we don't learn to obliterate it, but we learn to channel it to the direction that God wants us to go to be defenders of truth, defenders of the Word of God, defenders of the message of the hour, protectors of our family. If you don't have strength as a man, you don't have one of the key factors of what it means to be a man. A woman is a weaker vessel, which by default means that a man is a stronger vessel. So if you're a sissy, how can you be a strong man? Now, there's exceptions. Everybody's built differently. I'm a big guy, but there's smaller guys. But guess what? You don't have to be weak. If you're smaller, you can develop strength. Number one is you develop spiritual strength by being in contact with God, by knowing God's Word, by understanding God's Word, and by seeking God's face. Brother Branham says "A real mark of a man is not by theology or the mere strength of his body, but it's by neology. But I'll, I'll, I'll put forth the point that you don't have to settle for a weak body, but don't settle just for a strong body and think that means your strength. Number one is spiritual strength, and out from that flows mental strength, emotional strength and physical strength, all of it goes together. If you're small, that's fine. Guess what? You know, we don't work on a farm like we used to, many of us. If, if you can, if you have that ability to, praise God, that's good. Work outside, work hard, work with your hands. If you don't, then get weights, lift weights. Let's talk about strength. So we, we just referred to it, First Peter 3, seven. Likewise, you husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, dwell with your wives according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. You honor your wife, but you're to be a stronger vessel. Strength is at the very heart of the nature of manhood. Proverbs 24, verse 5, a wise man is strong, yea, a man of knowledge increases strength. So, again, this is not limited to physical strength, but it's not, not including physical strength. If you're wise, you will develop your own physical, mental, spiritual strength. And a man of knowledge increases strength. You grow in strength. So, Work out, lift weights, develop your strength. One of the biggest ways that we as men uh, get our hormones in the right balance and get testosterone to develop is by lifting heavy things. And don't, you know, again, this, you can be merely physically strong and still be a sissy and not have much man about you. Brother Branham says that. However, it's very difficult if if we live in society and you work behind a desk, you don't work with your body. Uh, you're it's proven that you're, you're you will by nature effeminize, You'll 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 lose the right balance of testosterone, which testosterone impacts on your strength, your mental health, your your uh, ability. Even to stay spiritually strong. See, so we should work our bodies, move our bodies, and strengthen our bodies. That's even how, as you get older, you get weaker if you don't use your body. The simple thing is you got to keep your core strong, your legs strong, work out, um, move your body, go for walks, go for runs, go to the ocean by yourself and go for a swim. Or, or go with your, your sons, and go for a swim. Go with your family. See, move your body. Go uh, get a weight set and lift weights. Do some deadlifts. Do some bench pressing. Do some curls. Move your body. It's part. It'll go with your mental health, and it impacts on your spiritual health. Proverbs twenty twenty nine: the glory of young men it, their strength. And the beauty of old men is the gray head, which is represented, representing wisdom. The glory of young men is their strength. Young men, develop your strength, work on your strength. Dads, encourage your young men to develop their strength. 1 Corinthians 16 13, watch ye, stand fast in the faith, quit you like men, be strong. Again, develop all levels of strength, mind, body, soul. In other words, develop first strength in your soul, second strength in your spirit, third strength in your body. God commanding to Joshua, Joshua 1, 6 through 6-9, be of strong and of a good courage for unto this people... Shalt thou di- divide for inheritance the land which I swear unto the fa- their fathers to give them? Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do all according to the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not to it from the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever that thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein. Day... And night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Have excuse me, have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee. Whithersoever thou goest. This is the attributes of a godly man. He's not afraid. He's not dismayed. He's strong. He's has courage. Now that doesn't mean that you don't have you don't get stressed or you don't have fear, but you don't make your decisions and choices based upon fear. You base make it based upon the word, and you make it based upon courage. So he says here, hide the word in your heart, your spiritual strength. He says, be courageous, mental strength, be strong, physical strength. See, all of these things go in this. And in that, you understand that since God is with you, he will anoint your spirit, your soul strength, your spirit strength, your body strength. That's what we need ultimately is God's anointing upon the whole man to strengthen and empower the whole man, just like David, just like Samson, just like Paul, and go on and on. It's not just, it's all of that together. Now, David, speaking to his son, 1 Kings 2, Now the days of David drew nigh that he should die, and he charged Solomon his son, saying, I go the way of all the earth. Be thou strong, therefore, and show thyself a man, and keep the charge of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes and his commandments and his judgments and his testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, that thou mayest prosper in all that thou doest, whithersoever thou turnest again. Strong, strength, courage, and spiritual uh, development—all of these things go hand in hand. Body, soul, spirit. Daniel ten nineteen and said, "O oh man, greatly beloved, fear not. Peace be unto thee. Be strong, yea, be strong." And when he had spoken unto me, I was strengthened and said, "Let my lord speak, for thou hast strengthened me." That's inner strength. See. We hear the voice of God that strengthens us on the inner man. 2 Timothy 2, 1, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Be strong. This is the attribute of a man, is strength. Psalm thirty three sixteen through 18, the man also knows the greatest strength that he has is his surrender to the will of God to let God flow through him. There is no king saved by the multitude of a host. A mighty man is not delivered by much strength. A horse is a vain thing for safety. Neither shall he be delivered, neither shall he deliver any by his great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy. The strength of a man primarily comes from the inside but it flows to the outside if you're if you're undisciplined on the outside your and body something i'm working on if you're undisciplined on the outside you're a jellyfish old fat weak this is part of discipline it shows a lack of discipline and it impacts you i don't care what you say it impacts On your, I can, I know by experience. I'm in a journey of going down and losing weight, getting stronger. And I understand this connection. I have, understand it by experience. As you let yourself go, what happens is your spiritual discipline decreases, your mental discipline decreases. But as you, as you begin to get right and go in the right direction, you, you, your, all of the strengths of your body, soul, and spirit increase. Psalm 52, 7, Lo, this is the man that made not God his strength, but trusted in the abundance of his riches and strengthened himself in his wickedness. A person can work out, can be physically fit, but if you don't make God your strength, you're a fool. You're, you're, you're denying your greatest strength. God must be your strength regardless of your physical condition. But, it, but again, I believe there's a connection between your physical condition and your spiritual condition and your soul condition. They're all connected together. And see, lack of discipline in one impacts on the lack of discipline in the other. Some other attributes of a man, honor. Honor means the esteem due or paid high estimation. A testimony of esteem, dignity, distinction, reverence, uh, reputation, honor. Honor is connected to a reputation. True nobleness of mind, dignified respect of character, principle of moral rectitude, any particular virtue much valued as bravery in men and chastity in females an assumed appearance of nobility, nobleness. Proverbs fifteen thirty three says the fear of the Lord is the instruction of wi- wisdom, and before honor is humility. See, it's not pride producing honor, but it's humility producing honor. That's two different things. In England, in, in the days of old, And still today, lords and ladies and kings and dukes and duchesses. And they were so proud of themselves that they held themselves aloof and above everyone else. That's not true honor. That's pride. It's a different thing. This is honor coming from knowing who you are in Christ and having a love for other people. Proverbs 20 verse 3 says, It's an honor for a man to cease from strife, but every fool will be meddling. Proverbs 21.21 21 says, He that follows after righteousness and mercy finds life, righteousness, and honor. Proverbs 29.23 says, A man's pride shall bring him low, but honor shall uphold the humble in heart. Honor is connected to honesty, speaking the truth. You you look at yourself and you see the importance of good character. See, this, this also goes into this concept of honor. You know that you need to have good character and a nobility as a Christian, a true man, because he has that strength. And because that's, that strength and that dangerousness that he has, that wildness that he could he could put forth, it's under the control of truth and honor and love, the fruit of the Spirit. Because of that, it produces a good character. But that's, it's strength, honor. To me, I look at it as honor is strength held in another way. Masculinity, manhood is like a a raging fire. Fire for so many different things. That's what testosterone is. It's a raging fire. But honor means that that raging fire is controlled in dignity and respect and reverence of God. It doesn't mean it's squelched. It means instead of that fire being just going everywhere, it's put directionally. That fire goes in the direction that God Purposes it for that strength, that power that a real masculine man would have. It goes in the direction that God would have it to go. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, there's many other things. I'll I'll talk about this when I do the next part of this. I'm going to continue, but you have hard, a real man is hardworking. He there's a fire that grows in him, but it's directed. There's such a thing as righteous anger. Um, a man, a real godly man, it's courageous. Um, a real godly man has wisdom. He's a provider. He has charisma. He has godly character. Uh, he desires to take care of the weak he takes initiative, he's a good listener, he's patient, he's slow to speak, slow to anger, he's generous, unselfish, he's correctable, he's teachable, he's humble. So we'll talk about more of that later. But I hope that makes sense to you. I hope that gives you an understanding. Please share this. Please like. Please comment on it. Any questions that you might have, please let me know. I sure appreciate that. Uh, May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you for listening to Equipping the Bride Podcast. New episodes are posted every Friday. I want to remind you that if you have any questions, testimonies, or prayer requests, please let me know at jasondemars.com. I also have free books and tracks available at my website, and shipping is free as well. Please, I ask you to remember the believers and the missions work in the Middle East in prayer. May the Lord richly bless you.